Hey everyone, welcome to the Prince of Peace podcast, where our aim is to help you live and love like Jesus. I'm Lauren Hlaud, one of the pastors of Prince of Peace. We're glad that you're here and we hope you enjoy. Hey there, and thanks for tuning in to this week's sermon. This might be a sermon that you missed if you come to Prince of Peace regularly, if you're with us in worship. This sermon was preached on a very snowy Sunday morning in early January, and so you might have chosen to stay off the roads on this particular morning. And if that's the case, then I hope that you enjoy this message. Pastor Jonathan preached about the baptism of our Lord Jesus and about the significance of our own baptism and what it means for us as we live and love like Jesus in the world. Without further ado, I hope that you enjoy Pastor Jonathan's message today. Grace, peace, and joy be unto you from God the Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. One of the great blessings of my ministry in recent years has been to participate in the ordination of some tremendous new pastors in our church. From the last two pastors that we've called here at Prince of Peace, Pastor Grant and Pastor Lorne, who we know is a great gift to the church, and Pastor Grant, who went on to do great things in campus ministry at Ohio State now, to Pastor Kim, who we're now preparing to launch into ministry, to Pastor Alicia, who was ordained here just less than a year ago, to my nephew TJ, now serving a congregation near Fort Wayne. And through Leisha and TJ, I've gotten to know many of their friends from seminary, and it's been a great joy to see all of them going out into communities around the country, beginning their ministries, and beginning to make a difference in the world through their public witness and their teaching leadership in the gospel. We've got some tremendous young leaders that are just starting out to bring a new perspective and new energy to this church that it desperately needs. But they are not enough. So I give thanks for three adults connected to Prince of Peace that are in the beginning process, process of discernment about ordination in this church as well. But three more is not enough either. We know that there are about a thousand openings across this church for pastoral leaders and congregations that can afford a full-time pastor but there aren't enough pastors in the, churches, in the church to fill all of these pulpits. And that doesn't even take into account all of the congregations that are only seeking part-time leadership in their congregations. So we continue to pray for even more members from our congregation and for people from congregations around the country to consider a call to ministry the ministry of word and sacrament to lead our church. But even if our seminaries were bursting at the seams, even if all a thousand congregations that were seeking full-time pastors were fully staffed, it still wouldn't be enough. Because one pastor in a congregation can't make ministry happen on their own. And this is, of course, never how the church was intended to be When the church relies only on its professional pastors for ministry, it is diminished. The church is always at its best. The church always most flourishes when it embraces the priesthood of all believers. 
At the time of the Reformation, Martin Luther looked around at the corruption of the leadership of the church and the lack of faithful parents raising their children to be disciples in the home, and he saw a crisis. And one of the great enduring gifts of the Reformation was Luther's teaching on the priesthood of all believers. Luther reminded the church that while some of us are ordained to a particular ministry of word and sacrament, to preach and to teach and to administer the sacraments for the sake of good order and continuity of teaching in the church, this is not the only ordination in the church. Webster's Dictionary says, ordained means to invest officially as by the laying on of hands with ministerial or priestly authority. While it might not seem quite as clear as the ordination service we had here for Pastor Alicia last year, this is exactly what happens every time we pour water over babies or children or adults in the rite of holy baptism. We don't always make this connection in baptism quite as clear as the early church did. The newly baptized then were given a white robe symbolic of the new life they were about to lead Oil was poured over their heads to signify their anointing as the kings of old were anointed in the same way. They would take place in elaborate fonts at the break of dawn on Easter morning after worshiping all night. And for the first time, the newly baptized would enter into the sanctuary for the time of the meal. And then they would receive the bread and the wine, and in some cases, even milk and honey, as a remembrance that they too had entered into the promised land. And part of that climactic service was a very intentional time when hands were placed upon their heads as a sign of the gift of the Holy Spirit, the empowerment to be in ministry with Christ in the world. One writer describes the loss of meaning in baptism this way. He says, Through the course of time, baptism lost its significance as the making of priests in this world and became only a rite of initiation into the church. This all led many to the unfortunate conclusion that pastors, those that are ordained to word and sacrament, are the real ministers, and the laity are there just to undergird and support the work of the clergy. He concludes this historical analysis with the very insightful phrase, This is wrong. My good friend Ben Stewart, who teaches worship at the Lutheran School of Theology at Chicago, does a lot of work on the significance of our ritual actions. And he makes a very convincing argument for doing more to reestablish the prominence of baptism, not diminishing the wonderful things that happen at an ordination service, but rather re-elevating what we do at baptism so that it has the same prominence in the church as ordination. In our gospel lesson for today, we hear the story of Jesus' baptism. And Jesus' baptism is not entirely like ours. The death and resurrection of Jesus transforms our, and expands our understanding of what baptism means for us. But the baptism of Jesus does help us understand the connection between baptism and ministry. Because Jesus' baptism is essentially his ordination into ministry. We hear in the passage from the day that the Holy Spirit descended upon him like a dove, named him the beloved child of God, and from that point on, Jesus begins his ministry, calling the disciples, teaching them about the kingdom of God. The Holy Spirit descends upon Jesus, and then he goes out 
and begins his ministry. And think back always to the story of Mary. Do you remember what the angel tells Mary? The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called the Son of God. It's the same for Mary. The Holy Spirit comes to her, and from that point, her ministry begins. From the very beginning, we see this pattern. The Spirit comes, and ministry starts. This is certainly a clear pattern from the beginning of the church. Look also to our second lesson for today. The gospel story had just been unleashed in the community. It's beginning to spread like wildfire, and in the midst of all that there was to do, the leaders of the church could have looked at what was going on in Samaria and said, well, good enough, we've got to keep moving on to other places. But instead they realized that there was a crucial piece missing. And so it was that we have this short passage. The two went down and prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit, for as yet the Spirit had not come upon any of them. They had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. The blessing of the Spirit is crucial to what we believe happens in baptism. The Holy Spirit empowers each one of us with gifts for ministry to use in the collective work we do together as the body of Christ in the world. I thank the Lord daily when I hear of it happening here at Prince of Peace. It brightens my day when I hear from someone in our midst who that, that's been hurting, that someone else from our congregation family has visited or called or written to express their care and concern. It brings me great joy to hear from visitors how they've been welcomed and accepted into this community. And it gives me hope when I present a challenge of particular need for our brothers and sisters in Christ, and you give generously to meet it. I thank God daily for the ministry done in the name of Jesus by the members of this congregation. But if we look around our community, our country, our world, I think it's pretty obvious that there's always more that can be done to make the kingdom of God shine in the midst of the darkness of this world. And so we stay focused on our mission and our vision to live and love like Jesus as we seek together a world restored with grace and peace. And we do this by the power of the Holy Spirit working among us. You have been given gifts. And these are to be released into the world to further the work of the kingdom of God. And so we ask the questions, how can we better help those in need around us? How can we more effectively share with others the hope-filled message of love and grace that is the gospel? And these are not easy questions. But through our baptism, we are called to embrace them and to do them knowing that the presence of the Holy Spirit empowers us to do so. Each time someone is baptized here in our congregation, we say together these words, we receive you as a fellow member of the body of Christ, child of the same Heavenly Father and worker with us in the kingdom of God. So we get to work to be the ministers that we are called to be together. We are empowered. 
ordained and sent by the Spirit to be ministers of grace and peace for all. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to the Prince of Peace podcast. I hope that today's message has brought comfort and inspiration to your life. Have a great rest of the week.